1: everybody, what's up? Michael Beller here, Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM, coming at you on Monday, February 7th. It is the start of Super Bowl week. We've been looking at this matchup for seven days now, and now just six more to go before we get Super Bowl 56. Bengals and Rams, we are celebrating in grand fashion to kick off Super Bowl week here on Best on the Board. If you're with us on YouTube, thank you very much. You see all the faces in front of you. If you are not with us on YouTube, let me introduce everyone. We are doing a Super Bowl prop bet draft here, combining gambling fantasy. We're going to talk through all these props, have some fun with it. I've got three of my pals here to do it with me. First up, Dan San Ramita. Dan, what's going on, man?
2: i'm excited to plunge into the nfl waters after being only a college guy in here and i'm excited to also make a make an ass of myself so
1: let's go <laughs> hey i mean that's really that's really all we're trying to do right i mean that's how you have fun with it if you make an ass of yourself so be it that's just how it goes here sometimes <laughs> nando defino not uh not uh, unaccustomed to that necessarily what's up nando
3: i'm glad to be here man <laughs> this is gonna be fun i got some weird stuff
1: yeah I would expect nothing else. I'm expecting a <laughs> lot of novelty props from you in this as we go through it. I was trying to get as many as I could, at least uh, in the queue, so we could talk about them all, because we don't just need to be hitting on, you know, Odell Beckham over, although kind of like that. But we're going to get through all of those, or as many of them as we possibly can. Andrew DeWitt, also here rounding out our draft crew. What's up, DeWitt? Oh, nothing. I'm ready to hit
0: this first touchdown. It's my, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking that first, whatever my pick is, so don't steal um, it yet. Oh my, oh, my
1: God. I I, um. God, what was the, the the Saints Colts Super Bowl? Was that like 2009, right? 2009, 2010, something like that. Right? That was the, I think that was. I hit that first touchdown bet. Pierre Garcon, first touchdown, had it, bet it, won it. I have bet the first touchdown of every Super Bowl since and have yet to recreate that magic. <laughs> You should quit
3: while you're ahead, man. <laughs>
1: right? Should have just lived on those Pierre Garçon laurels for the yeah, last year. Pierre Garçon
3: first touchdown is so <laughs> random. I would have just been like, yeah, that's not getting better than this, man.
1: Yeah, and uh, so I've, whatever whatever I want on that, I've definitely given it all back and then some in uh, my subsequent first touchdown bets in the Super Bowl. Uh, but we're going to get in that. We're going to get into the novelties like we said. We're going to just hit some of the regular player props. So as we're going through this, a Super Bowl 56 prop bet draft. So here's how things are going to work. We are going to go through four rounds. We'll each make four of our favorite prop picks. One person, one pick. That's it. If I take Cooper Cups over, no one else can take Cooper Cup under yards. No one else can take Cooper Cup over yards. That's just it. One prop for each of us. We get four picks and we've got six units to spend on those four picks. We can give you a little bit of an idea of, I like this one a little bit better than that one, or I like this one way more than that one. You can spread them out however you want. Six units, four picks. Four rounds as we go through this Super Bowl prop bet draft. To set the order, I'm going to add this to our video stream. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube and the guys, you can see we've got a random list generator. Our names are in this list in alphabetical order. I got that right. Me, Danny DeWitt, and Nando. Guys, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to spin this three times, all right? Three times. The third one is going to be the order that we go with, all right? So we're all good? All clear on that? Go ahead. Good luck. I'll take your silence as uh, as understanding that we're clear. There's the first spin. Here comes spin number two, and here's number three. Our draft order is: Danny first, I am second, Nando third, Dewitt. You are fourth. So you really got to live up uh, on the uh, live a little bit dangerously here, Dewitt. Hopefully, no one takes that first touchdown prop that you want to take. <laughs> uh, someone's gonna grab it, probably. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danny, me, Nando, Dewitt. Any prop you want. That's how we're doing it here on this episode of Best on the Board. Santa Romita, get us going here. What's the first pick in our Super Bowl 56 prop bet draft?
2: Joe Mixon over receiving yards, 25 and a half. So I I, I feel like no one else is going to take this first. My first pick is wasted, but uh, but I think this is actually a great bet because he has been used in their passing game a lot more lately in the last like seven or so games. In the beginning of the year, he was not in it at all. He would have a couple 0-1-2 reception games. He has been kind of a fixture in their passing game of late. Plus, you factor in that the Rams are going to have or expecting them to have a lot of pass pressure, and those little outlet dump-off passes are going to be something uh, to look for for the for Joe Burrow. I think this is my favorite bet in the game. I'm taking it first, so better be, right? <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think this is great. It's not a super high number. He had... Uh, He's gone over this number in five straight games, including three in the playoffs. Now, granted, a couple times been
1: pretty close, so I don't think it's an absolute lock but he's gone over it five straight games. Something I find interesting here is that Samaj P. Ryan has a rushing plus receiving yard prop listed. He doesn't yet have a just receiving yard prop, and we saw him get that big uh, touchdown in the AFC Championship game against the uh, Chiefs, but hasn't really had much of a role in the passing game or, frankly, a role in the offense uh, since uh, really the end of the regular season. Anyone want to argue against Dan's uh, mix and play here? If under were possible for you to take, would anyone be taking it?
3: No, I don't think I would get anywhere near that.
1: Yeah, I don't think I would either. <laughs> I don't think I would either. I, I really don't. I, I think that this is uh, this is an over or a nothing. An over or a nothing for sure. We're going to lock that in for for Danny, excuse me, you guys, uh, going Joe Mixon over receiving yards. That brings us to me, my first-round pick. This is my favorite play, obviously. I guess we should all be taking our favorite one first. Uh, Cooper Cup over 104.5 receiving yards. The Cooper Cup lives over this number. This is what Cooper Cup does weekend week out if i can make it a theme of my draft here it's gonna be a lot of cooper cup for me you guys because this is this is the heart of the rams offense this is what they uh have leaned on all season this is what they've done very well all season they have gotten odell beckham in the mix over the uh their playoff run here to the super bowl uh, but Cooper Cup just goes over 104 and a half. It feels like every game, it feels like this is uh, as much a layup as it could possibly be. Books can't really set the number much higher than 104 and a half. I mean, that's a, a an impressive number for a receiver to hit. But I, I, like, I, I would take this up to 111, 112, 113. I think this would have to be at like 120 and a half before I thought about not taking Cooper Cup to go over. I would take under 120 easily. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It would have to be that high. If this was 113 and a half, I'm still taking the over. I'm still betting it. It would have to get to like the 117 range before I thought about staying away from it. And then the 120 for me to want to go under. This is just what Cooper Cup does, you guys. So 104 and a half over for me. Is
0: there any like alternate lines being offered on Cooper Cup's receiving yards that you could like get some more value out of the bet if you really think he's just going to blow up and they're not going to be able to cover him at all?
1: You know what? There's got to be. Um, I actually didn't look into that. Uh, I can scroll around and see what I can find, uh, and we can come back on that. But uh, why don't we move on to our next pick? We've got Mixon first, Joe Cooper Cup over one, four, 104.5 second. Nando, your first pick, my friend. What are you looking at here?
3: Uh, I actually am I'm, I'm with you in the receiving core, but I, I'm Big Odell Beckham. I think they're going to find a way to yeah. maybe clamp down on Cup a little bit. So. Uh, I didn't go receiving yards yet. I like Odell Beckham over five point five receptions at plus one ten. Nice. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, he's. If you go down his game log, he's been seven, ten, eight, seven, five. You mm-hmm. know, the last couple of games of the playoffs, eight and eleven. Um, I just think that Matthew Stafford's gotten very comfortable with him. Likes throwing mm-hmm. to him. He's still Odell Beckham Jr. Um, it's a small one to start with. I think I'm going to put two of my units on it, but uh, I've got some some wild ones later. This is my grounded one that I think is actually really going to happen. <laughs>
1: This is uh, this is crossing one of mine off the list. Uh, I, I did not have uh, any mixing props on this list, but I'm gonna have to cross off one of my OBJ props because. I love this one too, and like we've seen a reborn Odell Beckham uh, since. Really, I mean, in the playoffs, I guess it, it it sort of happened toward the end of the regular season that he got more in a flow with what the Rams are doing offensively versus what the Browns were doing offensively. Uh, but now we've really seen it over these last couple of games in the playoffs. Odell Beckham really looking like you know pre-Browns Odell Beckham, maybe not quite back to that Giants level, but certainly closer to it than we ever saw for him in Cleveland. And I'm with you, Nando. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham overs uh, across the board. For those two guys, I think are <laughs> going to be plays that we like making. Uh, thank you for saying the units, because uh, Danny and I totally blew that. I'm putting two, <laughs> of my units, putting two of my units on the Cooper Cup over. Danny, back to your mix and pick. What are you doing? One or two? Or I guess you can go three. Yeah, we'll go with the two. First round pick, it makes sense to go with the two, right? That's got to be the bet you I like the so. best. I think so, absolutely. DeWitt, you've got two picks here. Let's hear what the first touchdown one is, and let's hear the other one as well
0: uh going back to the cooper cup odell beckham discussion i'll go odell beckham uh 10 to one for the first touchdown yes. i'll just do one unit on that it's Ooh. a long shot
1: yeah i, lo- I love these first love touchdown
0: it. props they're fun to play <laughs> they give you something interesting at the beginning of the game um i think the Bengals will try and like bracket cup or they'll try and figure out some way to stop them like mm-hmm. but if he's in the red zone like obviously Stafford's going to look to him, but Stafford's been looking to Beckham like a lot in the red zone, especially the last two or three weeks as they're getting on the same page, you know, came over in midseason, you know, it takes time to get aligned with your wide receivers as as a quarterback of the NFL. So I just really love Odell Beckham 10 to one first touchdown for one unit.
1: That's another one I'm crossing off my list. Uh, I can't make it. I can't have it uh, as part of our draft. I am absolutely going to be riding with you uh, on this one, it, Though for real, uh, come Sunday, I love this one. We can get around. To, is anyone else gonna, thinking about making a first touchdown play? As we go, I have a couple on my
3: list. I have a couple right. first and a, and a last.
1: Okay, no. nice. Ooh, a last, <laughs> a last <laughs> touchdown. I got, got a weird of-
3: theory. I got a weird uh, theory about this game.
1: All right. I can't I can't wait to hear. I can't yeah. wait to hear that because that's that's going to be that's going to be great. I, well, I want to hear the full flesh theory, not just the <laughs> the last touchdown play. But this is this is going to be something to look forward to for sure. Um, all right. So you've got Beckham 10 to one, one unit on that for him to score the first touchdown. Uh, we're sticking with you here. Start the second round for us. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with
0: most rushing yards Joe Mixon at minus 110 so there's mm-hmm. there's a prop with Cam Akers versus Joe Mixon and Mixon is at minus 130 but there's no other player that's really going to probably pile up the rushing yards in this game unless um, Jamar Chase rips off a really long run or something like that like I just don't see like Jamar Chase is the only other player that I could see no, getting love for a really Cam long whatsoever. no love for Cam Akers he's averaging like three yards per carry since he came back from the yep. injury and like if you look at his like he's getting a bunch of attempts he's had the fumbles like the rams like if they're smart and they may not be smart cuz they keep running the ball but they keep giving the ball to acres even though sony michelle like completely carried the team the from like yeah. what weeks 14 15 16 even yeah. week 12 like he was kind of a stud there at the end of the season so i just and so i'm just going to get like a little bit better value and i'll just do the 110 and include everybody in the game like there were like six options on betmgm uh jamar chase is one of them at like 50 to 1 or something like that but i like I like, I like Joe Mixon, and I would take Joe Mixon head-to-head against Akers as well, just
1: straight up. So, Yeah, I, I mean, the Bengals have shown us over the last, gosh, I want to say six weeks. I mean, I keep going back to that game against the Ravens as sort of the benchmark for when the Bengals became the AFC champion Bengals. Uh, and they've shown us in all those games, they played some really tough competition, they've been down in some games so they've had to come back, and they never get away from Mixon. No matter what, they never get away from Mixon. It seemed to be hurting them in that AFC championship game at one point. But for better or for worse, whatever the case may be, they stick with Joe Mixon. They let him get his touches. And yeah, I don't know if we can necessarily say that about any Rams running back. So I, I like that one to win. Uh, very savvy play also with uh, getting in on uh, the Basically making that same uh, Mixon versus Akers bet, but increasing your odds by throwing every single player into the pool here. We've got Joe Mixon on the board for the second time. Most rushing yards. Nando, second round pick. What do you got for us?
3: All right, so here's where my theory comes into play. And yes. it's a little bit off what DeWitt was saying. <laughs> I, so I think I think what's happening here with Akers playing so much is that uh, McVeigh is kind of just giving other teams no film to work with on what they want to do. He was waxing poetic. About how he was on the other sideline when Sony Michelle killed them with that power run game in the Super Bowl Uh when they played New England. Um, So I think we're going to see a lot of Sony Michelle, uh, a lot more. I mean, he had 57% of the snaps last week, I think 10% the week before. Mm -hmm. Um, So what I don't know what I want to do here. So I got a Sony Michelle uh, to score first slash LA Rams to win at plus 2,000. (laughs) Um, And I also got a Sony Michelle to score last touchdown at plus 1,600. So either my theory is they come out swinging with Sony Michelle. Uh-huh. This, is where, this is where I'm split. So I think I'm going to use both of these in my next two rounds, unless someone wants to steal Sony
1: Michelle touchdown. <laughs> I'm not going to steal Sony Michelle last touchdown. I promise.
3: I think I'm going to go with Sony Michelle to score first slash Rams to win. Um, at twenty to one odds because I, like they're going to come out. Sony Michelle is going to run, 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 and that's just going to be like a crazy like what just happened there start to the game. Um, I think the Rams are going to win either way. And uh-huh. then maybe I'll come back and do Sony Michelle to score last because I think what they'll do is Cam Akers first half, and then come out in the second half. You know, like after that long extended halftime, when they come out, it's like a totally different game, and they just uh-huh. come out and run the crap out of Sony Michelle, and he'll score that last touchdown. So,
1: there's a preview so, for you. So you're not gonna, you're obviously not gonna do it here because we're only making four picks total. But in this scenario, in the real world, uh, you take Sony first TD and Rams to win. Do you feel compelled to also make a straight Sony first TD? Bet because it would really suck to hit Sony first TD, but lose your bet because the Bengals win the Super Bowl.
3: No, you know, I, you know, and this is for me the Super Bowl is more like fun. You know, mm-hmm. I got like a hundred bucks to play around with. I sure. think the <laughs> Sony to score first was like nine fifty. Um, uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's a hundred of house money, by the way. But uh, Sony, I think, it was just nine. He might have even been seven fifty to score Mr. first Tuff. by himself, just pairing uh, it with that Rams.
1: 1200 on BetMGM right now.
3: All right, I was looking at yeah. other sites. Yeah, it's still not as tantalizing to me as just the plus 2000. Like I've got all these other random things that I want to mess with at 5 bucks a piece and like, you know, do a parlay of stuff and I just I don't know. This one was it's a, it's a one of those pre-made double prop things, yep. so it's not technically a parlay. I just the plus 2000 stood out to me more than I guess the the smaller numbers. Yeah, so no. I mean, it <laughs> yeah. is technically I'm going all the way, man. I want it to
1: get the first score
3: and then wait till the very end to see what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're you're really burning the candle at both ends on this game. Unless yeah. Anyone uh, in the game scores the first touchdown. True. Other than Sony, good point. Then things <laughs> then things are totally different. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> let me get my second pick. In here. So, like I said, I, I've got some other Cooper Cup things I want to get into, but you know, I've already, you know, done said enough good things about Cooper Cup. So let me go down to clicking around, having some fun with this, trying to find some things that aren't necessarily the obvious ones that we talk about from week to week. And we all know that one of the themes of really this entire season for the Bengals and certainly of the playoffs has been them overcoming the deficiencies of their offensive line. Uh, this has been an issue for them. I, I think I was in a, a big group of people who thought that that was going to be you know, keeping them one year away from maybe being in this position once they fix that line in front of Burrow. That's going to let the offense fully flourish, and then they'll really take off. I think that could still be true, but hey, here they are in the Super Bowl. It hasn't held them back quite enough, but we know it's going to be something that the Rams want to attack. So I took a lot of look at you know, Rams player sacks, Rams team sacks, but the thing that actually stood out to me Was game sacks, you guys, because Rams sacks over three and a half. Not a small amount of sacks to get to four is plus one oh five. Game sacks over five and a half is plus one ten. So now I get in on all of it. We've got two general somewhat immobile quarterbacks. You know, Joe Burrow's got a a little bit of mobility to him, but not super mobile, has the knee issue still going back to last year. So yeah, there's not a ton of mobility there. There's basically none for Matthew Stafford. You've got a Rams defense that can really get after the quarterback. You've got some in strong individual players on Cincinnati's defensive front, even without Larry Joby, led by Trey Hendrickson. I think this game could pretty easily get to six sacks. So give me game sacks over five and a half at plus 110. I'm going to throw, throw one unit on that one. So I've got three units left for my remaining two bets. <laughs> But I like this one, and I like getting involved in the defense, guys. Right, and this is what this is what Super Bowl prop betting is all about. We're not just sitting here betting all the offensive players like we do during the regular season. Uh, I think we could see some you know, defensive highlights in this one in a big way.
3: No one ever yeah. talks about Von Miller, man. All you ever hear is Aaron yeah. Donald. No one's talking about Von Miller.
1: Yeah, well, I've got a Leonard Floyd first sack on here at plus six hundred. First sack is sort of tough. Leonard Floyd anytime sack is uh, plus one thirty, and he's another guy. I mean, that and that just speaks. You got Von Miller, you got Leonard Floyd, you got Aaron Donald. Get a lot of pressure on this Cincinnati front, and we know that if I mean that's how you that's how you slow down the Cincinnati offense is by taking advantage of that weakness. So uh, this is something that I'm certainly taking a big long look at, and I love it over five over five and a half sacks for the game. Get a little bit of plus money. Plus 110. We go back to you, Danny. You've got two picks here on the 2 3 turn. Let's hear what you got for us. All right. So
2: I would have reversed the order on these, but I feel like we need an under. We've had a lot of overs. I'm going to twi- switch up that trend. I'm stealing one of what's plays. I'm sure he had this one. He kind of played it already, but I'm going to do under Cam Akers rushing yards. Uh, yeah. He hasn't hit this number since he's come back from injury. And I think the Rams just aren't really as much of a running offense that they're going to put up that kind of number through acres. I'm going acres in the under. I don't know. I feel like it's just as simple. He hasn't done it yet. So show me. And then I'll bet
1: against it until you show me. You can hit this. Remind number. us what That's the number is the again. There. Remind us what the, pra- the total half, sorry. is. Okay. So sixty-two and a half. He comes under yep. sixty-two and a half under for Cam acres. Let me just ask you this before you make your second pick. I mean, you've got a, a, uh, an acres under, a mix and over, you feel in an upset at all in this game? Well, in fairness, my mix and over was receiving yards, which is a
2: small number. It's only 25 and a half. He could have a pretty average 30 yards receiving, and I would not win that one. I yep. do think I it does seem like from looking at my the the list I have here now. Granted, you know, I could have stolen the Cooper Cup bet from you. I think you might have come through the screen and <laughs> fought me because I knew that was the only <laughs> the only thing I knew going into this. Is that, that Bella wanted that cup over?
1: I was like, all right, all right, let him have it. <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, so that's I could have you know, had another Rams one. Right like I'm I'm like five and a half weeks deep on paternity leave here. Um, it's basically like what can I throw out there that I that I feel very confident in without doing the most research that I would maybe be doing if I were you yeah, know working right. day in and day out. And you know, Cooper Cup, it's a layup, it's a layup for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, Danny, second pick. What do you got for us here? Third pick, second on this turn.
2: All right, so I guess I'm going to go back to your trend of I think I like the Bengals in this game, but I don't know. Uh, Jamar (laughs) Chase over five and a half receptions. Now, granted, the juice on this is kind of horrendous. It was minus 150 when I first saw it last week. It's now minus 155. That's not so great. But I think it basically, push comes to shove, right? If the Bengals, his boo, right? And Jamar Chase is his boo. So Mm -hmm. Jamar Chase, look, his target in recent games uh now not counting the week 18 game when he when burrow didn't play and chase played less than half right. the game i think he had 10 targets mm-hmm. 12 targets 12 targets six nine and he's getting you know his receptions at a pretty consistent clip above this number i don't like his yards as much because i think he's been very boomer bust and he's been boomer bust in in both categories but i feel like the boom has been more common than the bust in the last handful of weeks because this is when you need the play. Who do you go to? And I think it's a low enough number. I like receptions instead of yards because I think the chance of them going from oh we're third and seven, we need a first down, as opposed to like he needs a big play, player two to hit the the yards over. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm going with, and this will be the the two um, uh, unit bet for me. So I'll, I'll, I'll do it that way.
1: So I got I'm mixing go. and chasing my my double unit bets. There you go, and even out that minus one fifty five price. Yeah, uh, definitely, <laughs> it, it sort of recoil. Don't love seeing a minus one fifty five on a player prop, but like uh, yeah. so that's another one that you should look at. Like, would you bet if it like would you take minus or, or over seven and a half catches at plus one hundred rather than this? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, that that would be a tough call.
3: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the twenty fourteen Clippers owners' racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the
0: we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage.
3: No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. All
1: right, guys, so we've got just under two rounds left here, and I'm going to stick on these Bengals receivers. Uh, I'm going to stick with these guys because this, this is another set of guys who I want to find some sort of investment in. I do think this game goes under. I don't think it's a 13-10 to 10 style under. I think it's something that lives right around the number. And we know that someone on both sides. And some There's going to be a receiver in both cores uh, who has himself a very good game, maybe two in both. And so I look at T. Higgins and I look at Jamar Chase, and obviously Jamar Chase, that's where the bread is buttered in this Cincinnati passing game. But T. Higgins is a pretty damn good player in his own right and. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see with the way that the Rams have been deploying Jalen Ramsey, wouldn't be surprised to see him be more of a you know center field type robber player uh, when the, the Bengals are in between the 20s. But when they get in close to see him do a little bit more shadowing of Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase has already made himself one of the most dangerous inside the 10 inside the five receivers in the NFL. So I wouldn't be shocked to see them really man up with Jalen Ramsey on Jamar Chase when the Bengals are close in scoring range. And so that leads me to a couple of T Higgins touchdown props. He's a first time touchdown scorer plus 1200 and anytime touchdown score at plus 155. I'm just going to go ahead, take that plus 155, put one unit on it. T, t. Higgins finds the end zone at some point in this game a guy who you know we were coming into the season thinking of as a top 20 25 receiver he's understandably been overshadowed by his rookie teammate but T Higgins still a very dangerous player in his own right and if they do throw Ramsey on Chase in near the goal line. I think that's where T. Higgins could operate, find some holes in that Rams defense. I think T. Higgins finds the end zone at some point in this game. I'm certainly willing to do it at a plus 155 price. So give me that. T. Higgins, anytime touchdown, you guys. How are we feeling about these Bengals receivers? Anyone else want to uh, jump in on just Bengals receivers? Higgins, Chase, Boyd, anything uh, that you're looking at with this game?
2: burrow has been pretty diverse with his touchdown distribution uh, in the last last bit of the season. So I actually like going with, with some plus odds and uh, picking somebody you know, I took the chase receptions, but in the red zone, it seems to be pretty distributed. So I actually like that taking somebody with with a good payout.
1: Yeah, no CJ Uzama for the Bengals either. So uh, T Higgins maybe has an even larger role to play in the red zone for well, this he team. Said,
3: he said he was going to play today, didn't he? That was in our breaking news show. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, wow. Like, okay. I'm not gonna
3: miss the, I mean, that's what he's saying. I'm not going to miss the <laughs> biggest game of my life. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually going to be able to do it. but
1: Yeah. All right, so CJ Uzama maybe not playing. Let me maybe. say CJ Uzama <laughs> maybe not playing in this uh, in this one for the Bengals. Either way, I think Tiggins has a large role to play for the Bengals. Certainly when they get down into the red zone. Nando, round three, you are up. We've got a couple of Rams plays for you. Do you stick Rams or do you finally go over to the Bengals for a pick?
3: Well, no, I think I should pair it with like the analyst in me is like I should definitely pair this with Sony Michelle to score the last touchdown from before. <laughs> uh, at sixteen to one. Uh, I mean, if you believe the Rams going to be ahead, they're just going to run it with Sonny Michelle, who's kind of like, you know, now they're quote unquote backup, um, which I think, you know, run the clock out. Sonny Michelle runs. There's a touchdown. Yeah. 16 to one game's over. But like I got like the, so I got Joe Mixon plus 100 rushing yards and Beckham Jr. plus 100 receiving yards plus at plus 1400 that I love. Um, and I got the Bengals are going to score exactly 22 points at 40 to one. <laughs> they've done it twice this season i thought it was a random number but i I looked it up and it just seems like they just land on 22 (laughs) enough where like they've got a great kicker
1: right i mean i don't know man like great kickers lead to weird scores for sure because you might kick four field goals
3: so i'm torn so i think what i'm gonna do is just do the smart way since we're providing a service people sony (laughs) michelle scored the last touchdown 16 to 1 at 2 to 1 i'm sorry i'm gonna get my my two units on the 16 to 16 man
1: you are just riding with sony
3: I could be totally wrong, but I just, I don't know if I'm not, it's going to turn out well for me.
1: Oh, it's going to turn out great for you.
3: I'm covering right all my Sony Michelle. Like they don't even have rushing props for <laughs> Sony Michelle. That's how afterthoughty he is. I mean, so... this
1: should be, you should, you should wrap up your draft with Sony Michelle MVP. <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> call up, uh, call up our friend, Jason Scott. Ask him to put it on the board for you. <laughs> Please add <laughs> me as Sony Michelle
3: MVP. So I get to take your money. So, yeah. If one, I'll, I'm, I'm, one sure, they'll be, I'm sure
1: they'll be. I'm sure they'll be terrified of the Sony Michelle MVP <laughs> bet. <laughs> oh boy, this is great. This is exactly what we're hoping for. Dewitt, wrap us up, man, or give us our first wrap up here. You've got two more picks there. Your last two picks of this Super Bowl Fifty Six prop bet draft. What do you got for us? Uh,
0: Sony Michelle is eighty to one. So <laughs> yeah. go for it, Nando. <laughs> right. uh, I have. Uh, I'll do stick with the MVP bet. I'm going to do Aaron Donald twelve to one with the MVP for one unit. I think the Rams. There's two like if if the Bengals win, I think Joe Burrow wins MVP, no doubt about it. So like if you're looking at the money line, like just take Burrow to win the MVP because I don't think there's anyone else who wins the MVP for the Bengals. Um, but if the Rams dominate this game, this is one of the biggest spreads we've had in the Super Bowl in the last like 10 years. I think the the going the Panthers were the biggest uh, favorite going back like several years here. So it's been several years since we've had a big spread. Um, I think Aaron Donald is recognized as like the best defensive player in the NFL. I think he can have a big game. Mm-hmm. If he comes up with an interception or he forces a fumble that changes the game, I can see the writers leaning towards Aaron Donald and giving him some credit. I mean, I I really do like Cooper Cup at six to one too, just because love that, love that if, bet. I, I just think that he's a really good option to win. But going back to it, like the problem is like the NFL writers, they have to put in their votes with like five minutes left in the game. So mm-hmm. if it's a close game, I don't I think Stafford's gonna win. Just because they're in a default towards the quarterbacks, but um, I I do like those two like kind of MVP bets. But I'll make
1: Aaron Donald a twelve to one my MVP bet. Can, um, what, what, really quick before you make your last pick, can I throw out like it's it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's just the first phrase the first you know yeah phrase that comes to mind for me as to why I think Cooper Cup at six to one is also a good bet on top of him just being awesome and the fact that I think the Rams are going to win this game. Like how many writers over the last month have been reconsidering not. Of giving voting Cooper Cup as the MVP of the league this year. We've been hearing it and people have been talking about it. It has been a talking point for the last month. He's had this ridiculous playoff run. I, I bet there's more than a few writers who are reconsidering their MVP vote or saying if the MVP vote also consi- also included the playoffs, I would have Cooper Cup ahead of Aaron Rodgers or something with the way that the Packers played in their one playoff game. So It's almost like a combined regular season and playoff MVP if Cup gives us another 10, 150, and two sort of performance. I feel like that's a creeping thought in writer's heads. Is that crazy? Or I mean, I don't think it's, I think I'm onto something with it. Yeah. I mean, there is something to it. Cause I noticed a lot of people are, they're definitely regretting
0: that Aaron Rodgers MVP vote that people put in, especially after he kind of bombed in the first playoff game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's it's the crazy thing is, is like, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense that you just want to make it a, a regular season award, but I think sure. sometimes the media is a little too, simple and like giving out credit to where it goes and they're like they just default to the quarterback too much and i think that as nfl like goes forward like team as you know analytics comes more in the conversation and how do you value certain players like you there's a great argument for cooper cup um there's a great argument for you know other players and aaron donald types maybe not this year but in previous years where he dominated more is like Mm -hmm. those players deserve to be in the the conversation because they change games on a frequent basis
1: yeah yeah. Totally with you. Totally with you. All right. Do it. Wrap us up. Fourth round. Kick us off here. All
0: right. I have several. I'm surprised at how many picks I still have left on my, I, I put 10 <laughs> down and I still have a lot of them left. The only one that yeah. got stolen was uh Beller's over five and a half total game sacks. Oh, uh, beautiful.
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm
0: going to go Rams longest punt over 51 and a half yards. <laughs> I think Johnny e. Hecker has a heck of a leg. No at some fine, point they're the Bengals will force a three and out. They'll get it. And I think – I mean, I just love that, you know, it's an indoor game. They'll just they'll – he'll bomb one. At some point, they'll get a three and out. The Bengals will stop him, and he'll have to just unload his leg. He's a great – but I also – I haven't found this prop yet, but I was looking for it earlier today. I would love to place a prop bet on – as a bonus on Johnny Hecker to throw a pass in this game, but it had to be at like 10 to 15 to 1 odds because if the Rams get desperate, that is totally something they would go for, and he has a great arm. So, I I mean, I think it'd be – It'd be a good fun prop bet to have a uh, like a really long shot odds on.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've seen it more than once. We've seen it on many occasions. Uh, not only the Rams being very comfortable going to that trick bag, but Hecker being adept at performing in that role when they ask it of him, too. So I love that. What was it, 51 and a half was the punt yep. yardage that you're looking at? Beautiful. And that's is uh, that two units or one unit for you to wrap things up? Uh, I'll do two units on that one. Um, All right, there we go. Uh, Dewitt, all done. Nando, uh, Sony, Michelle, eighty to one to win the uh, MVP. So we can move (laughs) right on to me.
3: Uh, (laughs) I I got a better MVP. I got Von Miller at fifty to one. But wow! So here's the thing: I'm putting myself at a Super Bowl, watching the Super Bowl, and like, I want to drink. I want to relax a little bit. And you know, like, in-laws gonna be here, watch kids. But you probably like, there's no free time anymore. So I just kind of want to be at the end of the game and just kind of like. Buzzed and feeling good about something <laughs> random happening. Yeah. Sure. Any team to successfully recover an onside kick is plus 2,500. I know oh, like I just yes. Finished, I just finished reading Holzhauer and he's like, always go against these novelty bets because they're never yeah. going to happen. But, uh, you know, it's just goofy fun. <laughs> and I think if, if You know, all this other stuff implies the game's not going to be close. If the game's kind of close, you know, if Cincinnati scores late or even LA scores late and they come into within eight,
2: mm-hmm.
3: onside kick's going to happen. You know, these games, these guys have come back. At the end of the games, a lot like if you watch the last four playoff games, basically yeah. everyone's come back from these huge halftime deficits. Yep, I, I don't appreciate that this isn't just any team to successfully attempt. This is you mm-hmm. know recover it too. So, um, yeah, twenty five hundred.
1: Like Let you me say-
3: read it like successfully recovering an on – Now, yeah, twenty five hundred. I like no it. no I'm no. Go with it.
1: I I mean it, that, that yeah that's it's not that it's not what you were hinting at or yeah else, you know I was kind of thinking I was doing the words you win no matter what as long as the kick doesn't go out of bounds <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> someone um, recovered it yeah. I let me throw it back to that Saints Colts Super Bowl again I've been waiting for someone since then to do a surprise onside we haven't seen it since the Saints pulled that off at the start of the second half of that game surprise just onside is most underutilized play in football.
2: I just love how Nando reads an actual professional better say don't do these they never happen he's like screw it
1: I'm doing it anyway
3: (laughs) I'm not trying to make a career out of this see that's where
1: that's where that comes in if you are a professional gambler who has many resources to bet against all the novelties that makes sense but if you're just us having some fun with it (laughs) indulge Indulge in the novelty a little bit. Um, we're working
3: the fun ones for you. Basically. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. That's what you, that's what we're all looking for here. No Gatorade color, uh, just yet. And I don't know if we're going to get one. We're not going to get one from me. I so I've got a there. There like I like to wit, There are a lot of plays I still like here. I mean, like I said, Cooper Cup, all the overs, uh, the receptions the receiving yards. Cooper Cup has a most receiving yards prop, uh, similar to what, uh, uh, which one of you was at Danny or DeWitt, uh, who, who threw that out there It was DeWitt on, uh, on Joe Mixon. Same exact thing, just receiving yards, only minus 120. Love that for Cooper Cup. I really like Odell Beckham's props. Those are things that I'll be looking at. I definitely will have a bet on Cooper Cup to win the MVP, but we've talked about all those. So I'm going to put out just one more for the people that we haven't yet talked about. And let's continue with this theme that we've got going in the fourth round. We've got a punter. Over his yards. We've got an onside kick recovery prop. How about longest field goal in this game? It's set at 47 and a half, and I think it goes over that number. We all know what Evan McPherson has done in the playoffs and really all season long. On the other side, you've got a very good kicker. You've got pristine kicking conditions in Los Angeles, indoors, except for you know the sun, maybe, right? It's gonna be what a like a 3:30 kickoff time in Los Angeles. So that could have maybe a little bit of an impact, but I don't really think so. This is uh, a great place to kick, a great stadium to kick in. One excellent kicker, one very good kicker. I think things end up uh, where you're going to see some teams stall out as well, and they're going to have attempts at longer than 47 and a half. And so I'll take the fact that one of them converts it. Uh, it comes in at minus 115. I've got two units on this one. Uh, longest field goal in the game over 47 and a half yards. There we go, uh, Danny. Wrap us up here. One more pick, and then we say goodbye to our prop bet draft. What do you got for us?
2: <laughs> so, I'm going to take us for a little bit of a ride. Okay. Yes. So, we're doing it. the prep. We're <laughs> doing the prep for this. And I had some, you know, we all had some some picks we had listed. Like, these are the ones I like. And I felt like I had like seven or eight. And I'm like, that's, we'll be fine. And then I realized like, there's four guys, there's four rounds. I need, I need to have like 16 as my procrastinator <laughs> brain is freaking out. Right. Uh-huh. So, I do some extra research last night. And you know, found a couple more, whatever. But the thing is, it was in my brain. So I go to bed and I have a dream about a <laughs> Joe Burrow rushing touchdown. This yes. is not a joke. This actually happened. <laughs> I am not religious. I am not superstitious. But like, I had, I saw it. I literally saw it <laughs> in my dream. So Joe Burrow anytime touchdown plus five fifty. I think the odds are actually atrocious. He's only had two rushing touchdowns. (laughs) He did run a little bit against the Chiefs. So, Uh like, you know, maybe again, the pass brush will have to roll out and scramble. This is all about the dream. Don't follow (laughs) me on this one, but I have to pick it.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. There's nothing quite like the end of an episode of Best on the Board being like, (laughs) don't make this bet with me. It's a horrible (laughs) bet, it's horrible odds, but I had a dream last night, so I have to do it. (laughs) Danny's been I'm watching
3: in... Yellow Jackets.
1: <laughs> I actually is... have. Uh, those Those dreams would be real bad. Let's <laughs> <Don't> do that. <laughs> that is just – that is perfect. That is beautiful. <laughs> so um, does anyone have any uh, – want to throw out before we wrap things up here? Anything you want to – anything we didn't touch on that anyone wants to uh, discuss or do we just say goodbye and good luck? I think blue on the Gatorade. I saw
0: that DraftKings was offering it in a couple of states. They got some special exemptions. Usually, those are off the board in these regulated sports bets. But I think mm-hmm. I think blue is probably a good choice. It usually goes between orange and blue, alternating for the most part. So,
1: do you know that for sure? Do I know what that, for sure? That it it's alternates random. between orange and guy, blue.
0: No, no, no. It was alternating. It was alternating between blue and orange for the most part, except for red last year.
1: <laughs> for the most part, except for last year.
0: No, there is, there is a trend. If you go look at the <laughs> history of the Gatorades, there is a trend between blue and orange. Uh,
1: that's, that's, that's excellent. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything else. I was, I was, I, I'm, you know what I'm excited for? And then we were actually talking about this before we got going. Um, Nando, we were talking before you jumped on with us. I, I can't wait for the cross-sport props to come up because I, <laughs> I love those.
3: We got people lined up too. We got we got people across all sports lined up to write about these cross sport props for us too. It's gonna be awesome.
1: Oh my god! We're obviously gonna have to wait for later in the week. Those those don't come out later because you know uh, that's just how you know the, their books aren't gonna post those before they would be posting those sport lines anyway. So gotta wait till later in the week to see those, but. Those are super fun. I love indulging in a couple of those every year on the Super Bowl. Hey, that's what the Super Bowl is all about, indulging just a little bit. So be on the lookout for those columns when they come out later in the week. We got to go here. We got to say goodbye on this episode of Best on the Board. We hope you had fun following along with us as we conducted our Super Bowl 56 prop bet draft. For Danny, Fernando, for DeWitt, I am Michael Beller. We say thank you for listening. For those of you on YouTube, thank you for watching us. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon. Thank uh-huh. you.